Listener Production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! G'day, this is Footy Talk with Wado Woodsy and Maroon. Coming up, we'll talk about the Golden Point Bunnies win over the Manly. Yeah, and some huge news on Joseph Swirly here we'll dive into. And we can't miss the derby tonight. Both Woodsy and my team going at it in the local rivalry, St George versus Cronulla. Hello, listener lovers. Welcome to the listener app for Footy Talk, a Sunday edition, a special Sunday edition with Wado Woodsy and Maroon. We've got a bit of news today. Wado, welcome to you. Thank you, Maroon. It's great to be here. I love the opportunities I get to spend time with you. We called the game last night, and here we are together again, the dream team. Wado, Maroon, and Woodsy. You've got to get the order right. Wado, world Woodsy, and Tua. We're at the World Tour. Oh, yeah, we're doing the world. As long as you don't go to Canada. Yeah, Wado can't leave us. We're going to do the World Tour of Dungog, Gundagai, <laughs> Singleton, Muzzlebrook, Cabo. Dubbo. We're going to see Gav from Dubbo. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Listen, what I can do for you, put together me the run, like the run sheet, yeah. put it together for me and send it through and I'll clear the date. Well, it'll be better, more fun than going to Canada. It's going to be called Wado, Woodsy and Maroon's Would you, World would Tour. you want to go to Canada and get married or hang with the boys? Yeah. Well, the, thing is, the thing is for me, I hope we can earn a dollar out of it because I'm spending all this money on the wedding. Oh, yes. And if I do a World Tour with you boys, I'll have to spend a lot of money on a divorce. Well, yeah, so. well, but you can also just say, listen, I've got to try pay for this wedding so we can push it back again. Okay, okay. Well, I'll, I'll let you negotiate with my missus. And if it all goes... No, thank you. If it all okay, goes, Maroon. Yeah. Maroon can do that. I've already paid for my daughter's wedding. I know what it is. <laughs> now, let's talk about matters pertinent to the great game of rugby league. And the first thing, um, because it affects us personally, because we love you, Woodsy, yep. you're stepping away from your role at the Dragons and going to Manly. Yeah, look, nothing as of yet has happened. So later today I've got to go out and obviously still with the Dragons. Oh, I'm at 8th man today, so I'm the little blue shirt guy on the sideline pumping the boys up. And if there is a HIA or, you know, a bit of foul play, I get my opportunity, mm. or two HIAs. Sorry, well, you I, could, in this day and age, you're quite... Yeah, well, yeah. It, it happens, you know. There's Sometimes there's mishap on the field happens and, yeah, it can be activated. Um, but then, yeah, so uh, they've, they've, I think Manly reached out to the Dragons because they're trying to get a couple of the young kids. Dragons, sorry, Dragons are trying to get a couple of young kids and they want to get them ASAP. So I think what's happened is that they've reached out to the club and said, well, we want to get this person as a swap deal. So, And then the club's reached out to my management, which I think it was yesterday, and um, so they're just going through all the finer details and all that sort of stuff now. So nothing's happened as of yet. Still the Dragon. And still fully committed to the Dragons, but it could change. One wonders how that affects your relationship with the current coach at the Dragons and the current players. That's all right. Um, and obviously, yesterday when we were doing our captain's run, um, it, it came out then as we were on the field. Um, and all the boys like, what's happening? And I just filled them in what happened. Um, when I got to training, our football operations general manager, Ben Haran, he grabbed me in his office and said, look, this is what's happened. So the club's been pretty pretty good with everything. They've kept everything open. It's not like you've found out things through other sources. Yeah. They've, they've been nice and direct with all the dialogue. So um, I can't think, you know, at least you're not hearing it secondhand and going, geez, am I getting shafted here or what's not? But they've always, they've been open with the conversations. I know where I stand. And like I said, with the players and the coach, they understand, you know, and, and it, it you know could be an opportunity for me and it could be an opportunity for the club to get some new young kids as well. Yeah, well, I think in that situation, you look at, obviously, the Dragons are trying to make a few moves with yep. their roster. Yep. Um, Woods is on the other side of it. At the moment, he hasn't played yet this season. That's it. it. Might be an opportunity over there, man. I think no player in any team that I've been a part of would certainly um, 
you know, hold any hard feelings towards a mm. towards a player in a situation like this where listen, the club wants to go after two young blokes to restock and rebuild maybe or to have them in the team as uh, soon as possible and there's an opportunity for another player who hasn't got an opportunity yet to go to another club and help out there. I think th- th- this situation is pretty, from a player's perspective, you know, he's all kosher, it's all above board, everyone's just, you know, looking for an opportunity to further their career. And, and I think as well, I think they've signed these young kids for 2023 and onwards, so it's just about fast-tracking it and I'm, and I'm only contracted the rest of this year, so if they can make a swap with something that can make the club better or, you know, work out the situation better, then that's what they're trying to do. Okay, uh, good luck with it, mate. Appreciate it, Maroon. Thank you. I mean, obviously, you know, the, the way Manly, we saw Manly play this weekend, last night, and yep. the way Manly are going, there's every reason to believe you might be having a few decent weekends of semi-final football if all things go to plan. Oh, look, I just want to get in there. If I do go there, I just want to be able to, you know, do the job that the team wants me. Obviously, sit down with Seabold, sit down with Flano and, and, and all the coaches and what's my role for the team? Where do I fit in? Um, you know, you've got Jakey Shavojevic who's going to be origin time. He, he's the, the leader of the pack, um, so he might be in and out. Um, you know, and then you've got the likes of Turbo and, mate, any team with uh, Tom Travoyevic, it just boosts them. They're, he's such a good player. Um, you know, they did, had Croker out last night, who's an integral part of that spine. And, and like, Terry Evans is, you know, he's the captain of, or he's captain of Queensland. So um, he's a great player and he and leads the side around. He's won a competition before. So they've got a really good spine there and, and, and their middles are going so well. So it's a really good uh, team to be a part of. Yeah, I think certainly, yeah, not speaking out of school here, would you? But if the opportunity was to come, I think I see it as a you know a really easy transition for yep. you. You're, you already have a you know a great relationship with you know a lot of the players. Yep. You played you know for the Kangaroos with Cherry Evans. You played Origin with the Travojevic brothers. You've been around a lot of them you know long enough that you already have relationships with the players and of course with the staff. Yeah. You spend time with Flano. You spend time with Jimmy Dimmick, who's there as well. So uh, I think for if it was to come to fruition, which you know I think it is. For you, for your own sake, uh, I see it as being a good move for you, mate. Yeah, it's it. It's, you know, you get opportunity. Um, like I said, I don't want to be a burden on the Dragons, and if something opens, then it opens. You just got to be open with it. Mm. Um, it was funny, actually. I, I got over to my missus, and she goes, are we moving to Manly now, are we? That's what I wondered. She didn't even know, so... Um, Kept the cards close to the chest yeah. there. But you're not leaving the luxurious uh, There's Lugano. no way I'd leave Lugano. It's nah. the greatest place, second greatest place in the world behind Leicard. Well, you've got the, you know, at Lugano, you've got the bloody uh, sanctuary bow sausage. Lugano, seafood, we've yeah. got the sanctuary bow sausage, we've got the beautiful corner cafe. Yeah, yeah. You need to come try out one day. Yeah, I, well, I might. I'll come. To, I, I used to go go down to the Grand Views. A mate of mine used to yes, run the joint. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. I heard you're not allowed back there. You're not yeah. welcome back there, <laughs> the way you carried on. Well, mate, um, <laughs> speaking of your new club, we won't go down that road. <laughs> Speaking of your new club, Manly, they lost their first game of the year against the Rabbitohs, but it took Golden Point extra time for it to happen. Gee, they showed a lot of skill, a lot of class, a lot of guts, Manly. Um, but, Waiter, you can't take anything away from the Rabbitohs who are playing with a, a bunch of uh, injured middle forwards, a bunch of injured forwards, but they still got the win. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, for, well off the top, the game last night it was just another example of just it just seems this year the quality of games and the start of this season has just gone through the roof. And, you know, the South Sydney Manly game last night was a big occasion. Obviously, you know, remembering Johnny Sattler had all his family here. Um, and South played well. Take nothing away from, you know, Manly played well too. South didn't have a lot of things go that way. There was a lot of unforced errors early in the piece. Um, they weren't quite as sharp with their execution as we normally see. Did Manly force them? 
<laughs> force those unforced errors. <laughs> sorry, mate. Sorry. So, so they did put themselves under pressure, um, you know, on, on Norman like numerous times throughout the game. But what was rock solid was the defence. Yep. They control their tackle control, their line speed around the ruck, and their ability, you know, because of slowing down the ruck, just to set their line and defend well. They just had all the answers, and that was with, you know, Turbo asking some pretty solid questions. Um, you know, Joshy Schuster asking some questions. Danny Cherry Evans, a couple individual moments of brilliance. Um, and Isaiah Tass, he was outstanding on that left edge. Just Really good. You know, he, he, he ended up leading the team in carries, um, you know, in metres, but it was his defence that really, you know, was solidified. We're normally talking about Campbell Graham and his defence, but Isaiah Tass, he saved a try, which in the end proves crucial to the to the result, right? So, uh, yeah, I thought South Australia, they really needed a big win, yeah. like a gutsy win like that. They wouldn't be happy with, you know, they, they beat us in round one, but then they've gone down twice in a row. So if they were to lose three in a row against a team like Manly, who I believe, if fully fit, are a genuine contender with their, with their roster, um, you know, the the hole starts to get a little bit uh, bigger, but, hey, they won in Golden Point, so they've ride the ride of the ship, and now it's just back to work and improving on each performance. Let's elaborate a little bit more on Manly being a genuine contender. Do you think Manly can run with the top three or four? I think they can. I think yep. they can. I look at them, um, you know, their middle, Paseca, Travojevic, Aloy, Kepi, you, know, you add someone like Woodsy with a little bit of experience. I think yep. they go well. They're two back rowers. Like they're, they're as, yeah, they're, you know, they're as dynamic mm. and, you know, points of attack, different points of attack as any two back rowers in the competition, both of them. So they stay fit. You know, their forward pack goes with anyone. And then, you know, you add Schuster, Cherry Evans, Travojevic, you know, who's, who, who are the class, are taking like, no disrespect from Parker. Uh, and Garrick and Cooler, who are good players themselves, but they get put in great opportunities because of how classy their spine are, and they do, they do the job to finish it off. I just think if they stay healthy, Tom Travojevic gets going. You know, they're a genuine threat to any team. I know you also said last night, like, you know, Souths were without the middle forwards. Manly were without Croker as well. Yeah. He's been huge for them in the last, you know, year and a half. He's He's been their link man with Travojevic, with... Um, Cherry Evans, and then now Schuster's getting that combination. You, he's been one of the unsung heroes. So he was a big loss for them in their, in their you know, defensively, he's line speed. He leads that with Jake Trevojevic. And then when he's got the ball, he just, he knows the right time. It's sort of like when we talk about Cook and Coruscant, they know the right time to hit the halves. So, um, look, I think Manly will be right up there. They're, they've got, like you said, any team with Tom Trevojevic, come on, man, and fully fit Tommy Turbo. How hard is he to stop? Tommy Turbo, I think, is an elite company where I think if he's fully fit, you could take him out of the Manly team, automatically put him into another team, and he makes them almost a contender on his own yeah. when fully fit. He's that good of a well, player. fully fit's the thing, isn't it? Let's hope he... Sees. But I think each week he's getting better. Like, mm. he's trusting his body now. Like, the first week, I think, we commentated the game, and he got in a little bit of open space, but he just wasn't sure. Now he's taken off, he's catching the ball, he's just bringing his body back into the collision. So it's good to see. It's good to see for rugby league. Especially, you know, when we come up to origin period and all that. He's one of the great players of the game. Uh, Manly's next couple of games, Knights and Penrith. Souths have Storm, then the Dogs. Now, let's talk about uh, Joseph Swali'i, who has, uh, it's official, he has signed a deal with Rugby Australia. And just to give you some of the details on that, guys, and the money, um, 
It's something in the vicinity of $4.8 million, which is $1.6 million per, se- uh, per season, as revealed by the uh, Telegraph Sport, the Daily Telegraph. So, I mean, obviously, Joseph Swali'i, you talk about Turbo. Joseph Swali'i is another one of those standout players, um, but uh, obviously played schoolboy rugby. Uh, are you dirty as a rugby league fan, Woodsy, that he's going back to rugby? No, not at all. I, I, I'm disappointed because we don't get to see him play these games, but he's signed a three-year deal there, Maroon. He's, what, 18, 19 at the moment. When these deals run up, so when this three-year deal runs up from 25 to 27, he's still in 25 years old. Mate, he, he's... He's still got the wood at his feet. You know, obviously the lines are coming out in 25. That's a once, I think, every 10 years they come out. That's a, that's a huge occasion for rugby, Australian rugby. Um, I think then they've got a World Cup in 2027 as well. So I dare say, look, at the moment as a rugby league fan, I'm just disappointed that we don't get to see him play week in, week out from 25 to 27. But I'll enjoy the next couple of years seeing him mature as a player and then I hope we can get him back to our game after that. Is he going to do the Jared Hayne thing or, Wado, do you think where then he wants to play NFL, then he wants to box, then he wants to play sevens? They start to lose me after a while, these type of guys. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I honestly don't know. I, don't, I haven't come across Joseph um, throughout the game, so I don't really know much about him as a person. But there's no doubt when he came into the league, there was always the talk with Union because he played Union throughout high school, right? So... Um, it's a lot of money. It was a big decision for a young man to make. Uh, it's a lot of money. and But, you know, like Woodsy said, good luck to him. He's made that decision. And now, I suppose, from a, a fan's point of view, you know, it's disappointing as you are that we're going to lose him to the, ga- uh, to the to rugby. I'm glad that the deal is actually done because there's going to be no speculation. Exactly. Imagine if we'd have been 12 months of this speculation. Keep is he going? Is it. he staying? Is he going? I just think he's made a nice early decision. The interesting thing for me will be over the next 12 months, you know, how his role at the Roosters... Well, they're definitely... Like, you know what I was going to say to you, Wader? Do they do a thing with Tedesco and, and him where they swap like they used to do with Minicello? But now that he's not going to be there long... Yeah, I just don't know how. Well, And yeah. say, for instance, they sign... You know, does it change their availability to go and get another centre or another winger or re-sign Daniel Tupo or, yeah. you know, what are the other pieces in the puzzle now? Because you sort of go, well, are we going to... Because there's no doubt he's a tremendous athlete, yep. right? He's a tremendous athlete and he's a great, great rugby league player, but he's only scratching the surface. Like, if you 12, if you put 12 months of development, oh, yeah. development into him... Look, at his, look already what he's done. Mm. 100%, 12 months more development, 12 months more experience... Um, you know, there's no doubt he's going, you know, his ceiling's going, it's, it's, his potential in ceiling and is high. As, but the thing is, is if there's another kid there or another guy that the Roosters get a hold of, which, you know, they do, they can attract the talents. Big time. Will they look at the opportunity to go, well, hang on a minute, let's develop this guy. Let's, let's develop this guy and maybe put Joseph back to the wing where he's still going to be effective. And by all means, like, he might want to play another position, but when you get out there and you're a competitor, whether you're on the wing, in the centres, at fullback, wherever, you're playing hard, right? Yep. So it'll just be interesting to see how they shuffle the decks there and what – because no doubt, you know, Trent Robinson, he, he's a he's a deep thinker in the game. He's very – yeah, yeah. He, So he, he understands this. So he'll already be running through his head yep. how to squeeze the most out of this – so we get the benefit of Joseph, his talents for our team, but we also get the opportunity to develop someone else. So when Joseph leaves, you know, there's someone there. We fast track. Yeah, yeah, there's someone there to take the spot. So that's probably going to be the interesting thing to watch over the next. Exactly. Well, yeah. almost what is it, almost two seasons. And the thing as well is that I, I don't. I'm a bit like you. I don't know too much about the kid. 
Yeah, he's only young. But, man, but he's just. I spoke to a couple of blokes like Jaden Sewer in our club. He did a smile to him. He goes, "Mate, that kid is different. You know, he doesn't drink. He, his preparation is second to none. Um, like he's just." You would think he's a, a 28, 29, 30-year-old. The way he looks after himself, the way he handles his business, like, he's pretty big time. And, and to come in that at 18 years old and, and just to steer the ship around at the back and tell everyone what to do, they said he's got such a level head. And my thing as well is I reckon he would have, you know, by doing this now, like you said, with the 20, going to rugby union and coming out and saying it, I reckon he would have spoke to Nick, left on good terms, so when he does, uh, that finishes, a bit like Sonny Bill, mm. and come back if something does ever happen. The only thing with that is when Sonny Bill left and other players have left the Roosters and come back, they've left as winners. Yes. Right? And yes. Nick loves winners. Yep. That's why you never see a club legend go. He always looks after the club legends. He always looks after the winners. That's true. So hopefully we see Joseph win, you know, because the Roosters have got a great roster yep. as well and they're going to be contending as oh, long yeah. as they have the team that they do and, and Trent Robertson at the, hel- at the helm. So that's why, I, that's why I say it's going to be interesting just this next 20 more, like 24 months or two-season period just to see how they squeeze the most out of it and get yep. the most out of his development so that benefits the team of the Roosters because yep. it's no doubt the better he is, the better the team is, right? Exactly. It's just, but then it's, the other thing is if they lose a couple games and then he hasn't play up to scratch what he's been doing, what do they do then? Well, it's, it's, yeah. it's an interesting watch. Mm-hmm. Anyway, boys, $1.6 million Yeah, here we go, the money man. Let, what, what do you got for us? It's $30,769 a week. It's not a bad little well, it'd, be silly, it'd be silly not to take it's it. Life change. Yeah. It's yeah. life change. I don't know much about you know, yeah. his situation growing up or his family situation. But yeah. He's 19 years old. That's the money. His life That's what you've got to remember. He's 19 years old. On the back of what you say, Jaden Sewer said about him, and then you go, wow, like he's so young. Yeah, like he's got such a good rapport with all mm. the players. And no one's going to like rubbish him or anything because – I'm telling you, if you ask anybody in the street if they got offered that contract, they're taking it as yeah, possible. and it's a good get for Rugby Australia. We're going to leave it there. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about the Cowboys defeating a uh, Titans side that got a couple of big injuries out of that game. We'll talk about that shortly. And uh, we'll talk about you got your two teams, Asavo. Uh, you're still a dragon, Woodsy, and yes, they go head-to-head with the Sharkies this afternoon on Triple M. Let's take a break on the listener. <laughs> Footy talk with Wado, Woodsy and Maroon. Right now we're talking about the uh, Titans-Cowboys uh, game. The NRL physio says AJ Brimson hamstring, Kieran Four and Calf both won't return for the Titans. Obviously we know that by now. Even minor hamstring strains, usually minimum two weeks return. Brimson's higher, up, longer healing time. So um, a couple of big outs here for the Titans. Obviously Four and for his experience, but AJ Brimson, we know what he can do and the way he's been playing in the opening few rounds. It's like he's sort of grown into his body. The last few years, he's just been quick. He's actually put a little bit of muscle on this year. Uh, I got a close-up, you know, first-hand view of him in round two when we played against him, and he was moving really well, and um, it just looked like they were linking up really well. Like, Kieran Foran's come up there, and he's just straightened their attack, and you've seen a lot more opportunities for Dave Fafita. You know, I think the first try they laid on last night was... Four and going on the line, playing nice and direct and then hitting Fafita at the back and gave him a two-on-one. just opens up their space. So they're going to be huge losses for him. And, you know, when you lose players from, from your spine, like you can lose a couple forwards and you can sort of probably make up with that. But when you lose, you know, one player, then two from your spine, it takes a lot out of your side. And um, the type of injuries they have, they're, they're awkward ones because, 
if Brimson's got the hamstring, if it, you know, they're minimum two to three weeks. There's something you don't want to muck around, especially this early in the season. And, you know, I know they've got good backups in um, Jaden Campbell and Toby, young Toby Sexton, but you take out, you know, Foran's an international and Brimson has played for Queensland, so you lose so much. But um, in that game, it was a bit interesting because Cowboys have sort of, they've started the season quite slow, boys, and, um, you know, they, they, they beat Canberra round one. They got off to a real quick start, but then Canberra almost mowed them down. And then the two weeks leading to last night, they, they've sort of, they've started off well, but then they've just faded in the back end of the games. And um, I don't know if it's, you know, Maybe you know fall into a trap of how good they went last year, and yeah, you know and the Warriors beat them. The Warriors, mate. The yeah. Warriors been playing well as well. Yeah, it was. Just... Yeah, well, I think a little bit of that. Um, no doubt, they're probably these areas in their games that yep. they haven't quite hit the mark that they did last year. But it's, there's no secret no more about them. They, yeah. they, they become the hunted a bit when you when you have a successful season. You know, teams up their prep and they know they know what they're in store for. You know, they know the quality in your opponent. So you know, it's certainly a different brand. Um, and a different week-to-week football yep. when you've been at the top because teams are coming after you because they know what to expect and they want what you have achieved. So that's the beauty of our game. That's why our game is, you know, it's the closest competition in the world, right? Because that's like, you see runs like Penrith. Unbelievable. Um, two Unbelievable. years of dominance, even the year before. Obviously, they were dominant. They lost to Melbourne in the grand final. And we have to talk about going back to the 80s, the Parramatta Eels in the 80s. For, for that to, How hard is it? You've done a, a Sharks waiter. Just to maintain that level because, you know, we've all got great teams, great coaches and great young players emerging and they're always, as soon as you get to the top, they're just coming after you, yep. coming after you. So I think it's a bit of both. And, you know, take nothing away from the Titans. They were really physical, man. They're forward pack, Tino, um, the other front row, mate. They're, they're outstanding, Most really. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's been going well, He's an origin games. player now, isn't he? 100%. So he, you know, I thought they, they get stuck but in. You, with know, the, you know someone who's really been surprised is Isaac Louie. He was oh, quiet last year. He was. Geez, he's fitted into that system mm. perfectly this year since they've had four in. Well, he's starting to find that Melbourne, oh, sorry, the, um, the, the Roosters yes, form, isn't that's he? It, yeah. He's keeping on promoting the ball. Yep. And you've got those couple of stallions around, you just use them up. He's yep. a bit of experience. Um, I've, I've, I've been impressed with the Titans. You know, the defence is rock solid. Like, it's funny with those young guys because, you know, they, they have a great work ethic. Yep. Um, and they. they they attack you with their defence. They hit you hard, but they attack you with their offence too. Like they get the ball and they carry. They get their bumpers up and they get in the end. Uh, you know, you know, like you said, it's disappointing that they've lost two members of their spine because it always does throw a little spinner in the yes. works with your cohesion around. You know, your kicking and your play calling, your communication, just you know, staying at that. Um, that level of just sharpness in, in how you get around and how you talk to each other. It's always, yeah, when a spine member goes down, it's just a change of a voice, change of direction uh, and, and issues that sort of filter throughout the team. So hopefully we don't see those boys out for too long and um, you know, they're only minor issues. But, yeah, it's something definitely that the Titans are going to have to deal with. Well, they've got the bye next week, Titans, which is a good thing, and then they've got the Dragons on the Gold Coast. Yeah, we've played them twice in the first yeah. six, seven yeah. rounds. It's so weird. By yeah. then, you won't be a drag and you'll be a Sea Eagle. So Still you don't have to worry. There, mate. Uh, just on that game too, Murray, Murray to a lungy MCL injury Ooh. for the Cowboys. Um, we'll leave that game there. That was, of course, won by the Cowboys, 24 points to 12. Both those sides have won two games this year. Titans moving in the right direction. Those injuries couldn't come at a worse time. But as I say, the bye 
Who knows? A week off might help them just a little bit. Now, the uh, important news is later on this afternoon at 6.15, Triple M will call this game. It's the Sharkies and the Dragons. This game always, you know, it's the local derby. If you look at the old Dragons on one side of the Captain Cook Bridge and the Shires the other side of it. So you really couldn't get two teams closer together. Yep. Um, and it is always a good game. Wait, oh, I remember you would have only been a kid at the time. In 1999, when the, first, when the merger first happened, there was an incident with uh, your then chairman um, cutting up a dragon's yeah. jumper in the Chinese restaurant. You guys... I've heard about, about, I heard yeah, about I've this heard during the story. I've heard the yeah, story, yeah. yeah. And then he punched someone as well. Uh, uh, he, 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 allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. The guy's name was Peter Gao. He yes, was yes. the boss of Cronulla. He cut up a dragon's jumper. In a, the Chinese restaurant. Yes. Yeah. And a player of the time... Uh, at the time, this player was a, 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 a veteran player. So he'd already been long-time retired. His name was Barry Beath. Rhyming slang for teeth. Oh, Baza. Oh, yeah. So Barry B stood up for this St. George supporter. Anyway, it's just another piece of the puzzle. Yep. Um, you know, that's a great rivalry. And G blokes have said, doesn't matter where they're on the table, it'll be a good game. But I really think Woodsy, the Sharks, have to start cracking red-hot favourites tonight. Yeah, well, especially when you, you, you chuck in Nico Hines. Like, he's yes. a medalist last year. Everyone's waiting for him to come play. And um, But the way I will tell you, it's, it's one of those games where it doesn't matter how good your form is, it doesn't matter where you are on the ladder, both teams get up for this. This is a, this is a bragging rights because a lot of people in the Sutherland Shire, like you said, they're one bridge away from Cogra. It's, it's not far to go. Um, you know, they want to be known. Like I, I've spoke to a lot of Dragon supporters. Said, I don't care if you win a game this year. If you don't win a game this year, the only game I want you to win is the one against Cronulla. And it was like that when I was at Cronulla, you know, yeah. we, because there was so many times, you know, I think Gal used to tell us early days when, when Cronulla weren't that good of a side, the one game they used to always get up for was the Dragons. And that was the one game. I remember Gal used to always come to train and we got it like he'd fire up for this week. This was his go to week. Yeah. So, um, but in saying that, they've got such a good side. You look at the the players whole across the park. You know their back five's outstanding. You know Remy and Katoa, Mulatano, um, Big Sifatalakai, Will Kennedy who's playing outstanding, and yeah. then you got their middle forwards. Like I know Royce Hunt got a little bit of cheek during a week, but geez, he he's been outstanding since he's come back from from injury. He's just laid the platform. You know Hemlin Yoweli up front with Finnegan Rudolph, and then we haven't even spoke about Braley. Hines yeah. back, mm. mate. Where we look, so we've just got to focus on the jobs that we can control at hand. I think for us, it starts with their back five because they get their sets rolling. We need to do a good job on them, but then we need to stop their middlemen as well because they get opportunities for for likes like Hines and Moylan to link up. They can score from anywhere on the field. You got to be on your on your toes the whole game. Wado, I mean, you know. Uh if you look at your club since Fitzy come along, it's been in, he's been an instant success, as I think people always knew he would be, much like I think Cameron Seraldo will be. But the first thing I noticed was um, in the recruiting of players, you, you don't need to buy five or six. You just get, got to get the right ones. Fanukan, Nick O'Hines are the two. Yeah, for sure. And you add to that, um, you know, which is fitting for the Derby, is Kevin McInnes, McInnes right, former yes. captain of St. George. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he's t- he, he likes players, obviously, of his, you know, his own ilk. Dicko's a bit of a outlier there. Um, certainly from the outside, there was a, there was not a perception, there was a, probably a question mark over how well he would go in the halves um, because he'd only ever played at fullback and, you know, filling in off the bench at, at the Storm. <laughs> you fast forward 12 months and we all saw how that went last year. Yeah, um, unbelievable. Him, him in the halves, so he's certainly yeah. taken his game. Can I ask you one thing? Did you think he'd be that good, Waiter? Well, 
No, I don't think I could ever say that I saw that season that he had coming. Yep. But he certainly he gave himself an opportunity, and I, and I knew early on which is the way he turned up the train and his um, his confidence yep. and his willingness to work hard and his his want like he wanted to be he wanted to be the the best recruit. He wanted to be the number one half. Yep. He, you could feel it in the way he trained and the way he spoke and just how he carried himself. Like he wanted to be yep. the main guy, and you know he worked extremely hard on his game. He worked on himself off the field. He always worked on himself off the field. Yep. Um, and I think because the opportunity came to him so late, right, he, he plied his trade for a long time in yeah, the Q Cup. He bounced around, you know, got shot down by a few clubs who wouldn't give him an opportunity, came into that Melbourne system. and he What a comp there, didn't he? He won a comp yeah. up at, um, oh, he's 18th man at, in Melbourne. No, no, no. He, they played, but he didn't get on. Yeah, okay, okay. So, um but he popped up, right? And every, it was funny because every time he did play, he had a good game, whether it was a fullback or he came off the bench. So he always had the makings mm. of that. And I feel like he, he, he came across as a 25-year-old within himself thinking, you know, I'm making up for lost time here. And yep. he, But he also had that mature head on himself because he hadn't had it easy, right? He earned yep. it the hard way. So he came in there, you know, with some lofty goals. And like I said, the season's history is outstanding. So, um, you know, it's great to have him back tomorrow. The Derby, as you said, is special. Like all our fans and members, um, you know, only one team can win the premiership. But what if you can't win the premiership, the one thing to hang your hat on is who won the, the Derby. Derby. Can I ask you one thing? How's Toby Rudolph been in the change rooms, mate, since the hair and the beard's gone? He's all right. He's, he's, um, <laughs> he's oh, his normal, him. loud self. <laughs> now, <laughs> just before we go, boys, I'm just uh, calculating this up for you, Woodsy, your week. Uh, three rush hours, four podcasts, <laughs> two NRL calls. Mate, put the invoice three in. Three NRL calls, mate. Right, is it? Right. Three NRL calls. <laughs> put the invoice in, but it's probably going to take – can we pay it off? Can we pay it off? <laughs> You're the best. Yeah. You're the best. Well, good luck at your new club, Manly. Appreciate it if it does happen. Good on you, Woodsy. It'll happen. Waiter, good luck this afternoon. Just a couple of more weeks of suspension to go, mate. So the wait continues. Can we just talk about invoices? Mate, you're the king of invoices over here. This bloke's on every channel I turn yeah, on. Yeah, I know I he is. Well, I don't know. If you know. I do have the free time to get around at the minute. So. <laughs> he just goes around picking the low-hanging fruit. It's beautiful. Boys, we'll see you next time on Footy Talk. Footy Talk.